Okay, so we can start now. Okay, sir. Yeah. Uh, yes, I scheduled this meeting with you. Firstly, I should firstly show my appreciation for this opportunity and this good thought towards everyone of us that is intending to move on academically. Um, and then I scheduled this meeting to get enough information and also help in securing an admission okay. at the PhD level in one of the Canadian schools. Currently, I have a MSc in Organic Chemistry from Unilag. I finished, I, have, I had my BSA from Obafemi University, Industrial Chemistry, as far back as 2014, 2015. And then I moved to 2014. It was a 2013, 2014 academic session, but we didn't round off until earlier 2015. Okay. But my certificate is in 2014. And okay. then in 2019, I started my MSc program in Unilag in organic chemistry. Okay. It was a 2018-19 session, but due to COVID-19, just rounded off everything. Our results and all of it came out last in the last two months. Towards the end of March or no, towards the end of April. That was when we got our final results in master. So I'd always wanted to do industrial chemistry. I mean medicinal chemistry. Okay. Okay, so but here in Nigeria or probably in Unilag, I'm able to assess medicinal chemistry in chemistry departments. I I think medicinal chemistry is in pharmacy or something. So I'm heading towards um, having a degree, a PhD degree in medicinal chemistry. And my focus is in cancer, cancer and cancer-related issues. So, okay, yeah, that's that's really nice. That is, Give some questions, and then just to know your profile and to advise you what you need to do and what you need to be doing, okay? Okay, sir. So, yeah, that's good. So your first degree, Yes. what was your CGPA? I had a 3.39. What? A 3.39. Okay. And then, uh, did you publish any of your undergraduate work? I didn't follow through as such, though my supervisor wanted to publish it, but I was unable to follow through. So, so I'm not sure if it's now published. But for my MSc now, I'm looking forward to publishing it. Okay. So you've not published any of your work at yeah. master's level as well? Yeah, at master's level, I've not, though there is, there is a talk on it for publication. Yes, so that one you have to push, you have to push for, for the publication of your work, especially your master's, because it's a very, it's a very important aspect of your application. Okay. Oh, in Canada. Yes, you know, you want to do a PhD and then they are looking for people who have potential to do research, right? So if you do if you do a one year or two year MSc and you did not produce any paper, so it's not a good indication 
So if you if you have a single paper, you will see how much difference it will make. Okay. So if you can push for the publication of any of your MSc works, that would be great. And then based on what I just asked you and your responses, I think, yeah, there's nothing bad if you want to put in applications for PhD admission, okay? But you will be, you will be well suited to apply for uh, masters again in Canada, okay? So you'll be more you'll be more competitive to apply for masters instead of a PhD. So and the reason what was your okay. what was your CGPA for your masters? Four point two. Four point two. Eight. Four point two eight. Okay, that's good. So the the CGPA is okay but you don't have publication yet. Yes. So you are going to be, so I'm not saying you should uh, put aside your application for PhD, but you should also consider applying to MSc because you will be more competitive there. And then there's no much, um, you see, there are, there are so many reasons why to even come and do masters here again and see how the academic environment here is. Um, because um, I, I did something similar, although I did not finish my master's. So I also finished from Unilag. Uh, I finished from the Department of Physics. Uh, so I did my MSc there and I came back as a research assistant, um, graduate assistant, they call it. And then I started my MSc. I was, I was almost completing it when I came to Canada to start all over. Okay. So, and you know, why you are doing your MSc here, it will expose you to a lot of things uh, and to help you to make a better decision as to whether you want to continue doing a PhD or not. Because uh, this, is, this is where you are, so at the master's level here, especially if you are doing chemistry, you will really be faced with the, with the, with the real, what, is, what it really means to be a research student, okay? So and by doing that, you will be able to decide whether to go on to do a four or five year PhD degree, okay? And you will also look at your prospect. You'll be able to, you'll be better informed to, look at your prospects uh, in the future as to when you finish having your degree, what would you do with it? What can it get you, okay? So, so the point I'm making is that if you can note it down, you will be applying, you will be applying to Canada. Don't only, don't only apply for PhD, do, don't only apply for PhD, also apply for MSc. Okay. Okay. You have you have nothing to lose, so it's not um, you have nothing to lose. Okay, even if you get a, an MSc, you have everything to gain. 
how many years do you for the MSc program? So the MSc is two years. The MSc will be two years. Two years. What about the PhD? So after the, the MSc, going into PhD, the PhD will take minimum of four years. Oh, with the master's? Yes, after you complete the master's. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, except that I'm very sure that when you come over, except if you, if you really, if your life ambition also includes having, include after having a PhD, uh, you, you will choose a different path because when you complete your MSc, you can quickly get your postgraduate work permit. You can easily quickly become a permanent resident. You can become a citizen. Like, you know, you can become all of these even before, before someone that goes on to do a PhD finishes their, their program. Okay. So, so, you know, when you when you have this information, you will be able to weigh the pros and cons, right? Okay. Do I want to go and do a PhD or do I want to go and work and make some money and become a PR and become a citizen? All of that. So um so you'll be able to make the decision. So it's not a bad idea to consider the MSc, okay? Uh, in addition to in addition to you having a better chance of getting admission with the MSc, okay? okay. Yeah. So. So, I, is it because of my BSc CGPA now? Yeah. Uh, that you are proposing MSc for me directly, or even if I had probably a four point five or about. I could. I should still consider MSc first because of the masters. You had a good grade. Assuming you have like one or two publications with it, you'll be you'll be more competitive with the PhD application. Application. Okay. Sir. If you can get like one or two publications, then your 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 application for PhD will become stronger. Okay. But I'm not saying that with what you have now, you cannot get a PhD admission, okay? Okay, sir. You can. I'm just saying that. So, so when you are putting in your applications, also consider to apply for MSc because you will have a better chance there. Okay. So, okay. And, and I think you should prioritize the fact that, yes, you just want to, uh, you want to get into the system once you get into the system you can do whatever you like you can phd is not running away you can always get a phd and once you get an msc in canada it's very easy to to get it's just a matter of time it's very easy for you to get a phd position okay okay sir yeah okay so so what, what are the basic requirements for either the msc or probably the phd Yes, so yeah. So now, so have you have you ever done any research about studying in Canada before? Nope, because I wasn't looking into Canada. Okay, where did you hear about about this?
Okay, yeah, that's the other thing. So what the work you are doing now, is it related to uh, industrial chemistry? Yes, I'm in the chemical distributing company. I didn't hear that. I said I'm working in a chemical distributing company now. So it's basically industrial chemistry and organic okay. chemistry. Okay, okay, that's good. So, so it's part of And the... before then, I've been in pharmaceuticals. Uh, I don't think you're using your mic. I can't hear you. Yes, I'm sorry. It's because I'm on here, please. Can you hear me now, sir? Yes, yes. Okay, I said before now, I've been in the pharmaceuticals. I've been with me and Baker in quality assurance. Okay. I've been in quality control. I've okay. been in wastewater management in the government agency. Okay. Then I went back for masters before and now joined this. Okay, yeah. So those are good, those are good things that add to your that add to your profile. So when you when you are applying, okay, you have to tell your okay, story. Sir put all of those work experiences, say things about them, okay. like what makes you like the ID candidate. So tell them that okay. you don't only have the academic experience, having your BSc and master's, that you've also gained like industrial experience. Okay? Okay, sir. And then you, you, you write your story and try to convince whoever is at the other side to see you as their best candidate. So that's also an advantage, like the experience you've had, okay? Okay, sir. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, what you need to do now, uh, have you read any of my articles before? No, I haven't. Okay, so I will, uh, I hope I will. Can you give me your email again? I will I will send you an article that gives an overview of what you need to do, okay? Okay, sir. So you need to read that article. It will give you like a rundown of the skeleton of what you should be doing. So, but I will briefly go through it now. Um, so, what you first need to do is you need to use your search engine and okay. you need to search for schools, universities in Canada, okay? okay? That offer industrial chemistry. That's what you want to do, right? No, medicinal. I want to go into medicinal. So you want to search for schools that offer medicinal chemistry, okay? Okay, sir. Yes, in Canada. So you want to get all those schools and you will note them. So after that, you will go through them one by one. You go to their website. The websites of universities in Canada have a lot of information. They are information rich websites, okay? Okay. Everything okay, you need sir. to know, everything you need to know, uh, everything you need to know is on the website. Okay. So for each website, you will go there and then you will go to that department where they are offering medicinal chemistry. Okay. okay. Then you will look at the professors, go to the faculty. So they call professors here faculty. Okay. 
So you go to the you go to the faculty page where they will list the professors. So they will list the professors. Each professor also also uh, has his his own like website. Okay. Okay, and they will list what they are doing. They will list their research area, their publication, and all of that. So you need to spend some time and go through them. And you, you your goal is to is to have a short list of those professors. Okay. So in each in each university and in each department, you want to look at maybe two, three, four professors that are doing research in your in your area of interest okay so you might even find something that people are doing that you did not know about and that is of interest to you so you need to note that and then then you you need to sit down and write an email to each of these professors something that is not general something that is a bit specific, okay? So in the article that I mentioned about, uh, let me see. Oh, sorry. You will send them, you send them an email. So what, what, what should be in that email? Um, so basically what you want to tell them is that, oh, I I read something about your work. So that's another thing you have to do. You have to glance through one of their papers or something, okay? Yes, Just to say something about them that you've read something about them and it feels interesting and you're interested in it, okay? And you then want to tell them that, oh, you studied chemistry, uh, or you studied these, and then you have masters, you have you have a BSc, and then you worked in this area. Now you are considering, now you are considering um, furthering your studies. Okay. So if it is masters that you want to apply for, uh, you tell them. If it is PhD, you tell them. Okay, and then you will tell them that. Um, you will ask them if they will be willing to supervise you. You will send them your, you will attach your certificates and your transcripts. Okay? So what I just said now, uh, I know it's a lot of information that I'm giving you at once. So, uh, so the other question I will ask you now is, do you have your transcripts? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm already on it. Yes, so you need to get your transcripts. Very important. It's one of yes, the and the transcripts. Do I have to send it directly to them, or I can keep sending my own personal copy? Students, the unofficial copy. Okay, you have yes. So you can use the unofficial copy to apply. Okay. But afterwards, I will still need to submit the official one. Yes, after you get the admission, you'll be required the you'll be required to ask your university to send your transcript directly to them. Okay. Okay. Okay, sir. Yeah. So uh so that's that's the email. Okay. So you need to send them email. And in this email, you will send several 
you will send to several. So you are looking at about 10, seven to 10 universities. In each university, you are looking to two, three, four professors, right? Yes. So that's a lot of them. The email has similar body, but you know, specifics like their name, where they are working, the research they are doing. You have to change yes. it for each email, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, so after you send the email, you need to go back to the departmental website, look at look at what they require for for application. Okay. So note each document and make sure that you have everything. If you don't have them, go and get them. Okay. Yeah. And um, so after you do that, you need to you need to start if they provide information about what you are going to what you are going to write for example they might ask that you submit a statement of purpose okay so usually when you are coming to canada to come and do research they will ask for a statement of purpose so you can go now and see what they need in the statement of purpose before october when the admission portal will open so you start now and be writing your statement of purpose. The more time you spend with it, the more you can write a better essay, okay? And then get people to review it for you, like friends, family members, and anyone that can help you to just see that there's a flow to your write-up and you are going to be writing a story about yourself. Like, this is, this is who you are, this is why you are suited for the position, okay? Yeah. So, uh, so when you get everything prepared, all you need to do is when the application portal opens in October, you are going to be submitting applications. That's, that's another point that I emphasize. So you need to submit applications. And a lot of them. Okay? okay. So you can do everything in this world. If you don't submit your application, you have no chance of getting admission. Zero. Okay? okay. The only way you have any, any chance of getting admitted is if you submit your application. So when you send the emails, whether the professors say the professors say they don't reply or they reply and say they don't have funding or they reply and say whatever they say, okay? okay Get yourself ready to submit applications in October. Okay, sir. okay? So what I applied for when I was coming to Canada was not what I got. I got an entirely different professors who were professor who was interested in my application. Okay. Okay. Sir. So even if all of them says no, no, I can't take you. No, I can't take you. Submit your application. You never know who will be interested in your application. Okay. Okay, sir. So so uh, I know there's a financial constraint here, but try to submit as many as possible so when you've narrowed down your when you've narrowed down your 
your search, like the university department where you'll be going. So uh, try to submit a lot, a lot of applications. If, if you have the money, yeah, I, I understand. I understand the situation about three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, as, as many as possible. Okay? Because, because, because it's a game of chance. You can be the best. You can be the best applicant. And yet, if you submit just a single application, you could have people, you could have other people who are just as qualified, okay? And there's no, I mean, they cannot take everybody. So um, you lose, you might lose the chance of being admitted. But if you have multiple applications, yeah, you, are, you, you increase your chances of getting one of the, one of the admissions. You just need one, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's basically what you need to do. And so it's a lot of things to, it's a lot of things to do from now till when you submit your application, then there are a lot of things that you need to do after that. Like if you are given the admission, how to apply for visa, but we can't talk about those now. So, but okay. what I just mentioned, are those uh, the things I just mentioned uh, are the things that you need to be working on now and um, get yourself prepared to say, yes, uh, I'm going to do it. So I have people who, you know, they come and I ask them, have you applied to Canada before? No, they're just sending emails. They will never get it. Okay, so you need to submit applications. Yeah, and you have, I think you have, you are a good candidate. Uh, and try to work on, try to, try to contact your professor again, your MSc professor. Uh, if, they, if you can publish something from your master's work, it will help you a lot. Yeah. Okay, sorry that I, I'm, I'll, I've just been talking. Yeah, no, it's well appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. And 